0: welcome to a special edition episode of our friend hindsight you might be able to tell that it's not your usual hosts ian bailey and alex miller we've got some stand-ins today for a special episode and a uniquely yorkshire outlook on life my name's johnny snelling and my co-host today is aaron price welcome as hello hello happy to be here happy to be coming in your ears rather than alex miller (laughs) <laughs> i think the fans this is what the fans didn't know they wanted it but it's what they needed
1: they oh, needed us they saying. needed a
0: switch up so without further ado let's cue the music and get into the pod one two
1: Before we get into like the deep dive of this week and everything else, Eva Cunero, I just want to say that I think this season I started out to be the best, and there's one reason I can think for that. We have finally said goodbye to Tom Pill. Fuck that guy. See you later, mate. <laughs> I know,
0: Aaron, I know that's been weighing on your mind quite a lot. Uh, he had some very rogue opinions about the north of England, <laughs> and I, I bet it feels good to get that off your chest. Am I it
1: right? Does. I mean, it does. I mean, I'm only kidding. It's all it's all in jest. But I'm happy it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> Again, that was a joke. But um, no, yeah. double down, double down, Aaron, double down. Fine, okay. Hopefully, the listeners enjoy that. Right. Without further
0: ado, uh, once we've now we've got our Tom Pill notice out of the way, uh, we can move on to some football news and thoughts uh, for the news in the Premier League this week. Uh, Aaron, this one's straight to you because you've just made a pickup in the group, uh, Alexander Isaac. Rumoured yep. to go to Newcastle, sixty mil. Any thoughts?
1: I just hope it happens. <laughs> um, yeah, obviously that'd be a big sign for Newcastle. Um, expensive and surely is one that's got to start. I, I hope so. Anyway.
0: Yeah, I saw. I saw that he played a hundred and three games. I think it was for club. Scored thirty three goals. It's not the greatest, but I think for a young player, that is some promise. Surely.
1: Yeah. It, uh, Sure, it is, it is promise. And, and like I said, if he does come and he does like start, like I say, in an up and coming Newcastle squad, hopefully we'll just keep getting more and more goals. Well, yeah, I hope so. Yeah, of course. I'm sure. Well, Callum Wilson's
0: also has a hamstring pull, went for a scan, not looking good for me. So, no. uh, anyone who isn't listening to this podcast, you'll probably be getting a message from me. A couple of trade uh, might float out a Wilson trade there if this hamstring doesn't get any better. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Next, Fafana missing training, uh, trying to force a way through to Chelsea. I personally think this is weird. I think
1: yeah. there's a lot of money. I, I, I agree and it's another one affecting me, as I have Fafana drafted him. Um, I think it was my 15th pick, actually, my very last pick of the draft. I got Fafana. Um, but yeah, hoping he does move to Chelsea, but it is a strange one. The, it seems to be Le- Leicester just outright r- refusing to sell him. Mm. But Chelsea just keep offering and offering more money, more money, more money. Yeah. Um, if he does go, I think that's be a good pick up for me. I'll Have the double Chelsea defence. I think a double defence, a double defence with a top team is always good. Yeah,
0: yeah, I agree. I think though, Leicester are standing pat. They did with Madison, fended off Newcastle, kept Madison. He's he's played well recently. That free kick was delicious the other day. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm not sure how it's going to play out. But something I think will play out positively to me, for Arsenal, Yuri Thielmann hasn't got long left on a contract, left on the bench at the weekend. I think it'd be interesting uh, to see how this plays out. I want him. Arsenal, yeah? Yeah. You, do, you don't You do have him, do you, in your draft? No, no, no. 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 Uh, so- I want him for Arsenal. I think, I think
1: uh, it would be very helpful in that midfield. With with how well Arslo started this season, I mean, does he go straight into the start in eleven? Or I mean who, who no, gives no, the place for him? He goes to the bench. Yeah. He goes to the bench. But you know, he's, he's more in, competition to get in there.
0: Yeah. It might it might usurp Bowler's recent pickup, Granite Jacker. Uh <laughs> I think it was mentioned in the group the other day. Don't know if he's ever been picked up. And I have to hold my hands up and say, I am pretty sure in the dark days. <laughs> okay, I, I'll just, this sidebar to our, I know that um, Miller and Ian reference some foreign fans, some abroad lovers of the podcast. Yeah. I am a, I'm what we call in the business a three-time, uh, three-time champion of the lower end of the spectrum, granted, three-time Titus winner,
1: but I am pretty sure I had jacket in my team a couple of years ago. <laughs> When you said "free time champion, I thought we'd have to input the liar, memes, the liar. You know, All the stuff that Ian and Miller have been putting Every time liar. Miller calls himself a champion. Liar! Liar. And that is but blasphemous,
0: famous, no. by the way. I think that needs... The commissioner has been ruling with an iron fist so far. He gave me a warning the other day for a complete accident. And yet he allows <laughs> Miller to constantly get away with this absolute drivel that he... He, he, he uses his platform to spread essential lies... Fake news. Fake yeah. news. Miller coming in with the fake news. And I, I hate to do it because I know you you and Miller have got a great thing going on. You know, no. I, I, I like Miller. He's, he's a loyal boy, a loyal Arsenal boy. But using this platform for such, you know, fake yeah, he, news,
1: it's just... I know. I mean, like I say, he's probably the only Southerner that I like in this little group that we've got. I know it's a, it is a real problem, this whole North-South divide thing. But
0: anyway, moving on. Okay. Next point I want to talk about is this bid from Chelsea. Again, through the roof, £60 million for Gordon.
1: I, I mean, tell me, tell me, give me give me some thoughts. Well, I could, straight away on our little note sheet here, the, the quote next to it is, has the world gone mad? And I think that sums it up completely. I mean, I, I don't know if this bid is official or not. I don't know if it's been confirmed. I might be out of the loop on that one if it has or hasn't. But that is just outrageous. He is not worth that much at all. He brought back Joe one point this week. Game week <laughs> three, brought
0: back one point for Joe. I mean, most of Joe's players well, bring yeah. back one point, so that's not really saying much. But no. still, I mean,
1: I mean, it's crazy. It is crazy. And, and I can't even see how they would need him. I said they've just signed S- Sterling. I just feel like he's another player they would have that wouldn't get minutes. I, I, I read a tweet today about um, Hudson-Odoi leaving. Yeah. It's just feel that like they've got Young kids that they're just not playing.
0: I'd rather have Hudson Hadoy than
1: Anthony Gordon any day. So week. would I. Yeah. I mean, I'm so, I mean, I'm still quite shocked Gordon is drafted. I know he starts for Everton, but he starts for Everton.
0: <laughs> I mean, how hard is it to watch Everton as well, by the way? Oh, uh, they're just they are. terrible. They are. I have to say, that is something that the either league unites on. I haven't <laughs> spoken to anybody that is pro Everton or pro Lampard. There is a, a mutual disdain.
1: For that football club, it's because they just play yeah. horrible football, it's not even like they're entertaining at all, or everything is just poor. So,
0: well, should we move on to some Premier League highlights from this yes. week? This is something I've been looking forward to talk about. I know you have been looking forward to talk about this. Okay, we're been. gonna start with Leeds United's demolition job over Chelsea. Okay. What? Just I mean a, I don't I don't think I need to say anything else. You take you take you take the floor, you take the floor here, Aaron. Yeah. You tell us well,
1: what you think. Well, what a good place to start. <laughs> <laughs> it is it is perfectly summed up. Leeds dem- demolition job over Chelsea. Um I do this is a point where I do wish there was a Chelsea fan in our league. Agreed. Um we are a bit harsh and levy. Um can argue a bit Leeds heavy, but I would dispute that. <laughs> um <laughs> But yeah, sadly, I didn't get to watch the game. I was in the late district with Bath and Richard, two of the northern members of our league. Um, so yeah, so that's how they couldn't watch it, but I've watched the highlights a thousand times. But yeah, what, what a great result. What a wild result. I mean, I've seen
0: here 39.1% possession for Leeds, barely had the ball, scored three goals, did
1: the work early, put them under pressure. I love watching Arrington, mate. Oh, yeah, me too. And like I say, what a good pickup that was by batting the league um, to take Aaronson. Obviously, he played me this week and got a goal against me. But that is a. It seems that like he's really made that position his own in Leeds, so he's a good player to have. Um, I
0: actually think all the signings. I think they've made a pretty positive impact.
1: Yeah, no, I, I agree, and it's quite strange because obviously last week was the Chelsea Spurs game, which was very entertaining, and Chelsea looked great, um, looked really good, but they just looked poor. In light like sort of our possession, it's just it's, it's a complete change from Bielsa. It's just the way we want to play. We want to press them high and turn the ball over in their third and quickly get uh, a goal or a shot off. And that is boding well for somebody like me who,
0: for the third year running, staying loyal to my roots, drafted Jack Harrison. Uh, I don't know what my fantasy team would be without Jack Harrison. What a boy. And, and I think I need a little bit of credit here. I strategically left him on the bench so that... Because I knew, you know, I knew Maris was going to be benched. I just wanted to tease Nichols a little bit. You know, make him live on the edge. Like, is he going to get the Harrison points? Is he not? And then game weekend, Maris is on the bench. Pep roulette doesn't make one single sub in an insane game against Newcastle. And your boy ends up with getting 14 points from Harrison off the bench. I mean...
1: Yeah, so that's a great haul. Think surely, um, I mean, your messages in the WhatsApp group during the weekend saying, please, 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 no <laughs> barres. <laughs> it, didn't, it didn't come across cool and strategic. <laughs> All right, that that's a fair point. I'll give you that. I'll give you that.
0: Um, I just think, what a game. I just Chelsea, only three shots on target. All the ball. Yeah. Could do nothing with it. I think they're missing a striker. I don't rate yeah. Um, I, I mean, I say that. I have had him in my online team
1: recently. Yeah. He's, he's going the ends. Um, yeah. It looks like he's just not outright returning. Like I say, I don't know if he's been played as that like number nine, is it? Sterling's playing as a more forward role most of the time. They're, and they're, yeah, they're fluid, but it's, yeah. it, it didn't work against Leeds.
0: It worked against, I thought it worked against Tottenham. It didn't work against Leeds, but speaking of strikers, yeah. let's move on to Arsenal. Gabriel Jesus. I mean, <laughs> I feel like Miller's used the pod for a few things. One, to blow his own horn, two, to spread fake news, but three, he has bigged himself up about drafting Gabriel Jesus in the first round. And he, I thought he was instrumental in that early barrage for Arsenal. Odegaard got the two goals, but I thought Jesus set the tone, held the ball up, dribbles past people, gets into the box. He just causes problems all over the place. Um, And I just think, what, what a game, what a player.
1: Yeah, like, obviously, when Arsenal first signed him, I think a lot of people just thought, wow, like, yeah, he plays for City, but he doesn't score too much. Mm. He, he can't cement a striker spot in that squad, yeah, where you'd I think would... any any sort of top player who would call himself a striker would dream to play ahead of De Bruyne, Grealish, Mahrez, um, Bernardo Silva, Gundogan, everyone. <laughs> of course. Um, but it just well, seemed that he could just never... He could just never cement that place and most of goals. his
0: goals came off the bench and when he started yeah. he wasn't too successful i i think the fact i think he was drastically underrated though for that fact and that shows because the price tag on fpl was quite low in my opinion compared to like kane harland darwin nunez he was lower than all those players hence why he was the most picked player in online fantasy football ever
1: well yeah i Got to agree, and I know Miller got lambasted by Ian the first Edwards oh, pod I- for drafting Hayes's first. Ian does that to everyone,
0: though. <laughs> I mean, draft. Let's face it, draft day isn't draft day without Schneid Bailey comments coming from the corner of the room after every name is.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I say, but when we are drafting, we all. When you do see that player, player, when you do say who you want to pick up, you do just hold your breath for that split second, thinking you get the. Yep. Yep. Approval. Everyone agreeing yep. with that. Yep. I had him next. Yep. Good pick. Yep. Or yep. do you get the? Ooh. Too Ooh, early.
0: That's, that's, <laughs> that keeps me up at night. That. yep Everyone wants those like positive comments. Oh, I tell you what. Actually, this is this is a good opportunity for me to maybe for the first time offer a general apology to certain members of the league on draft day when I was doing the stickers for the draft board, it kind of changes you. It's very much like bearing the ring, you know, and like, you saw what happened to Frodo and if it can happen to Frodo, it can happen to anyone. The board changed me. I got very sassy. I got very judgmental. Snapped back a few times unnecessarily. But I just want the people to know that the board changes you as a person.
1: And, and someone, that's, all, that's, that's all that needs to be said. Well, as, as someone who has been on the receiving end of our Titus shoved down their throat. Um <laughs> and um can't think of the word. Subsequently. Got... There subsequently. There we are. I mean I don't know if he's gonna stay in the pod or not, but if it does, I mean the Soners they know they can't understand me most of the time. So <laughs> <laughs> this will just this'll just fit right into it. Listen, we um, wanted
0: a strictly Yorkshire opinion and that's what comes with it. It's <laughs> struggling to think of words. Yeah, that's like. I mean, thankfully, we were due to have the one and only Bathu as a guest member of this pod. Unfortunately, God knows how he won some kind of competition at work. I think maybe he was hanging upside down for the longest, and uh, uh, he's he's
1: become too busy, too busy for the pod, too busy for the league. Yeah, um, he's actually uh, gone to go. Watch, stuff. He's gone to the Leeds games tonight. We're playing barnsley in the Carabao Cup, I but mean, he's um he's won hospitality, so free beer. Uh, I mean, I can let him get away with that. I wish he told me that in the first
0: place. Uh, yeah. But anyway, last quick, nice and quick, last uh, highlight from the Prem Football this weekend before we move on to game week results. Newcastle-Man City, absolutely incredible game. I was actually in Italy in a bar watching this. Uh, it was crazy. The bar what was are you doing? bouncing. What are, you
1: doing? what are you doing over there? Dra- uh, doing some scouting for some one italian players? Dude,
0: I was uh, waiting at uh, Naples Airport, seeing who came in <laughs> or who was going out. Not much activity. Not much. <laughs> um, um but yeah, it yeah, was a great game what, to watch.
1: New what a fantastic Paso,
0: game. I mean that that picture of Pep Pepgualier on his hands and knees watching Saint Maxima run with the ball is just it just paints it just paints a picture of what the game was like. They were aggressive, they drove the ball, again, didn't have much possession, but they pounced early, took their chances, and they actually absolutely hit Man City right in the mouth.
1: Yeah, I think any team wanted to take any sort of result from the top four, five, six teams in this league. Um, possession is something you do have to give up. Um, you just can't go toe-to-toe toe, to toe them like that. If you, know. if you do, you will lose. Um, as Leeds did lots of times last season. Oh, <laughs> of
0: course. They tried, Leeds tried to outscore everyone last season.
1: Yeah. But you know, it was a, it was a great game. That, and again, that, going back to free kicks, that was outrageous um, by Trippier. I think anyone watching that had an inkling that they, that they just knew that that, that was going to go in.
0: I, I didn't at all. Sarah, I wasn't going to do this, but for the listeners, okay, my girlfriend is a Geordie, Newcastle fan. She turned to me in the bar and said, "Trippy's going to score just like he did against Villa. So I took the opportunity to record it on my phone and he only went and banged it in the top corner. <laughs> she went crazy, pints everywhere. Uh, what a free kick. I mean, we had an argument about should he play for England in the World Cup?
1: Oh, that think? is a... Um... Right back. Right back. Wing that's... back, right back.
0: Obviously, Eddie, I, mean... I think he's behind Walker, James and Arnold. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I think
1: that, but he's, he's playing well. If he keeps this up all the way to Christmas, you never know. Well, that that's where it is. And that's, I mean, that's the headache of probably most England managers. Do you, do you go on form or do you go off of who you arguably think is a better player? And you are right. I think he's... The Maguire problem. <laughs> yeah, exactly that. I think you are right. He's behind Trent. He's behind James and he's behind Walker. Um, so... It's going to be interesting, isn't it? It, it, re- it really will because it just seems to be that's the position that we are stacked in as England fans. Um, we just have a boatload of right-backs. Boatload of right-backs.
0: Right, I'll tell you what. That, for me, that sums up the Prem Highlights and a little bit of news. We'll take a quick break and we'll be back with the Game Week 3 results. Catch you on the other side right welcome back time for a little recap game week three
1: results Are you ready as i am ready and i think this will be quite Fact, the, the listeners were quite thankful of this as they can stop thinking that listening to talk sport now or Sky Sports ha, has, been <laughs> bit, has been a little bit talk TalkSporty hasn't it it has yeah just talking about the Premier League in general has been a bit like nothing to do with either but yeah let's do a, a rundown of the game week 3 results let's do and... it let's do it right we might as well start right at the
0: top uh, Nichols versus myself I can't remember what Ian said and what Miller said but I think they both backed me to win this one I think Ooh. they did episode 2 pretty short they uh, they backed me for it I, I agree I think they did they made the right choice uh, obviously Nichols 39 myself 72 bit of a walkover to be honest mate it, it, it was well, yeah it's not even close is that that's a that's a walk in the park for you I actually say I, I actually don't think I've ever got 72 points before either that might be my highest point total ever we'll have to get the um, fact checker we'll have to get the stat man out that. We'll have to get a stat man out, Commissioner Bignall. He'll have nothing else to do because it only takes about five seconds to add up all them ones in his team. (laughs) I mean, he's got
1: plenty of time. (laughs) He can do. I'd like to fact check on that. But yeah, I I have to say I was a bit worried, though, about De Bruyne. I think you have to be. Yeah, Against Newcastle as well. I mean, obviously, I know it was high scoring, but... Any team that's outside the top six, you've got a captain, De Bruyne, I think. Yeah, it was, it was nervy.
0: 10 points, decent. James Ward Prowse, seven points. Johnson, nine points uh, for, you know, the Forest striker. But after that, a couple of zeros, a couple of DMPs. His bench, Mateep's injured. Brozier is, you know, injured, injured as well. That's, that's kind of like a, he's sort of done that, you know, played for Saints last year put
1: him in there <laughs> bit of a bit of a heart overhead one that isn't it it's got to be I think you get that every year with Nichols I think mean, most of us we all like to draft players from the team we support and Nichols spotting James Wad Prowse there and still holds on to Broja. I think he spawned that trap as well it's like he wants to be in Spain though do you know what I mean <laughs> it's like it's
0: like picking those players it's, I mean I rate Wad Prowse but you know just let Broja go man
1: yeah, I, I agree, especially if he's injured now. Um, it doesn't look like he's going to be starting ahead over Havertz. though I would like him to, I think Brush is a good player. And I yeah, think he I, I agree. I agree well. in that
0: system, clearly. He's not he's getting not. the nod, is
1: he? No, definitely not. Um, but yeah, I like James Ward-Prowse as well. I think um, Ian touched on that last week. Um, he's not, obviously, a top first-round, second-round, third-round pick, but I think he's a player that, once you've got him in your team, there's no real call to drop him every... Once every two, three games, he'll get an assist or a goal. Um, it's not someone you can rely on for captaincy, but it's a good player to have. Yeah, let's move on to the flip
0: side of the coin, the bright side of the story. Your boy. Yeah, let's look at your team. Jesus Seventy-two walks. points. I mean, let's just start. Let's just start from the bottom and work our way up, shall we? In goal, Sanchez, yeah. eight points. Baller, I've had Sanchez in the team two years in a row now. You know, I'm getting repaid a little bit of loyalty there. That was a good result for them away from home Different, West like,
1: Ham unreal yeah great, great result I mean like I said my ad drops last week um, I I think I messaged Joe about this I said what do you fancy West Ham or Brighton as a clean sheet so I, just, I needed a player who was going to start go to and, the West um, Ham inside man yeah and I, I ended up with a West Ham player I went for Soufal I mean considering I don't know if I'm
0: asked to this breaking news considering Joe is, works for West Ham he's all, he spent a lot of time this week trying to offload Jared Bowen <laughs>
1: Yeah, he's messaged
0: me about four or five times, and he tried to uh pitch me against other anonymous buyers.
1: Classic wow. big deal move. He, he, I, mean, I mean, I think you are right. I think Ian is the king of trades, but Ian's Joe's, of trade. Joe's very Joe's very close behind. He's aggressive they, on the they're market, both, they're very aggressive. I think they both enjoy a nice trade rip. now the and pro- then.
0: The problem is, the problem is with Joe, and this is why I probably won't trade with him after snaking De Bruyne off me all those years ago. <laughs> Uh, I just don't think I can trust him.
1: No, no, I mean, I couldn't trust Miss Bazzard throw him (laughs) ever since I first (laughs) met him. (laughs) But I tell you what, you could throw him pretty far because he is tiny. (laughs) Yeah, he is a small man.
0: (laughs) A Um... tiny man. Anyway, let's carry on. I'm a bit disappointed about this, but Trent, another zero on the board. Uh, Silver, only one point. Saliba, my boy, coming in with 14. That finish was incredible. That was an outrageous goal. Nunez, who I have dropped since, came on with two. He played all right, but he was—he looked a little bit lost to me. Odegaard, 16. Captain, Arsenal, already a legend in my eyes. Again, a bit disappointed. Diaz, I captained him. Only got me two, but I didn't need it. So he obviously doubled that up to four. <laughs> Ings, a bit worried about this one, to be honest. I feel like this is a bad pickup from me uh, in the draft. I should have gone for Watkins, but I thought he'd already gone. I got blinded by the power that the board gave me. Uh, Mitrovic, 6. Seems to have recovered from his penalty miss. And Wilson, six. And the main man, the creme de la creme, on the bench. First sub, Jack Harrison, 14 points. Bowler gave me the win over Nichols And I don't think I need to say anything more. Just I'm looking forward to next week now. Nichols. I hope you're all right. I hope you could sleep well. <laughs> uh, let's move on to the next matchup, which is the mighty Bowler. Once commissioner, once champion, only with nah. thirty nine points. <laughs> and Richard beaten by two points. A snide two-point victory.
1: The newcomer. 31.
0: The newcomer. And yeah. you tell me, give me a couple of thoughts on this one.
1: Um, Well, straight off the bat, I think the team's weak. It's um, the weakest team that had in a few years, I reckon. Um, But straight, I think as well, I've got to give props to Rich. He's coming into the league. I mean, I was with him this weekend and... What he did to the team sheet was disgusting, and I saw him do it. (laughs) Again, I also think I was shocked I screen grabbed it because
0: I know that's the sort of thing. If I did that, the commissioner would crack down on me like nothing I've ever seen. It would be outrageous. And yeah, Richard does it. And it's just like, oh, it's all right, Rich. Don't worry about it, mate. Just destroy the, the Google
1: Doc. Yeah, Joe's terrified of Rich. That's why. He knows that Rich will just pick him up and eat him. I mean, he is a very small man. Have we mentioned that yet? He's a small man with small mouth. He
0: is a small man, yeah. (laughs) He's a small man. Uh, Um, Yeah, Bowler's team though, my God. I mean, right, can I just get this out of the way? Bowler's coming for a lot of stick. And let's be honest, it it is rightly so. However, he bounced back in my eyes with one move and that is he backed Sancho. And Sancho came up with the goods.
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously listening to last week's episodes, with we, the the Sancho song, and it seems like we did a little Sanchen, Sancho bell every time he gets one point, yeah. but that bell is not getting rung this week. Not this week, he, not this week. He he returned for the first time this season. Uh, and,
0: and to be honest, that could have been enough and Bowler could have silenced the haters. He could have shut the mouths of the regular hosts of this podcast and it all unravelled because he didn't start... Kieran Trippier, <laughs> who massively bagged a free kick against Man City this weekend, got, I think it was six points, and he has sat firmly behind Kieran Tierney, which I just can't believe he's even got him in his team. And this is coming <laughs> from an Arsenal fan. And he's just, he's thrown a, a victory away this week. Richard should not be on top here. Richard should not have won this game week. It should have been bowlers. But he let it slip through his fingers.
1: Well, that This is the beauty of the either. Like I think every, I think everyone every year will have, to have times where if they just pl- didn't name someone on their bench and start, start them instead, they would win that week. Um, it is an unforgiving either. business, isn't it? Unforgiving. It, it is. Um, Can we address the yeah. fact that Richard, sorry to
0: interrupt you, has won two of his first three games as a rookie and has a minus 14 goal difference? I just... How's he doing I it? I can't fathom it. I don't know the words. The maths don't add up, in my mind. The, math, the maths doesn't add up. <laughs> and, and that's not just a Yorkshire thing. It just doesn't add up. <laughs> um, yeah, so that is,
1: you know, hat off to Richard. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's doing well. He started the league strong. Obviously, he wasn't there for draft. And um, I think anyone who's ever missed draft has always struggled with their team. Obviously, you don't get a feel of the players that are going. You probably don't do as much research. Um, and it is his first year, which, again, we all know is tough on most people. Very tough. He started strongly. Um obviously looking at his team, he got Sterling amount, so he's got the Chelsea Assets. I know they did nothing this week. Mm-hmm. Thank God. Mighty lead. But yeah, but the rest of his team's looking good. And one thing I do really like, and I commended this him at the weekend while we were camping. Um was the double at Arsenal defence, Zinchenko and Gabriel. Yeah, big moves. Zinchenko and Gabriel, they've I mean, they've made a solid start,
0: and the next five fixtures for Arsenal are very favourable as well. So
1: yeah, I mean, just looking at his team there, he had um, so sort of returns. He had Zinchenko, Gabriel, and Dyer. So, leaning from the back, um, you know, defense wins championships, don't they? Yeah, man, love it.
0: Right, I didn't want to do this to you, but we are going to have to move on. Your matchup this weekend against your Yorkshire rival, Luke Smith, aka Bat, aka Number One Seed, aka Favorite to win the Eva, aka the Largest Matthew. Forehead, aka Bathew. <laughs> I've got a question for you. Serious Go question. On. On, is Bathew's forehead bigger than Joe? Because <laughs> um, we yeah, all know Joe is, is quite a small man, isn't
1: he? Yeah, but I think most of us could put a tent on Bat's forehead. So That's tr- That is true. Is that where you <laughs> went camping, was it? <laughs> yeah, we just sat on his head. <laughs> um, <laughs> this this one, tough. You lost by three. 52-49. It was closer than I thought it was going to be in the end. I think I called GG to bat like on the first day. I just were not happy with my team. And obviously playing against, Bat, it was the most informed player. His team just looked strong throughout. I was worried. Um, you, got, you got a lot of ones, didn't you? I did, yeah. I mean, and like I say, with a when you lose by three points and you look through my team and there's what, there's one, two, three, four, six ones there. I mean any one of them,
0: a couple of them. Yeah. yeah one or two more points and it's it's a different story, but
1: exactly. I mean, I know a few of them are defenders, you know, when they've conceded more than two goals. Um but yeah, it's just it just wasn't there. I, just need, I need starters, um, I need players who are going to pick up at least two points. You've done
0: a, you've done a lot of bad drops this week, haven't you? So far. I have,
1: yeah. Um, I said two of them just earlier, Anthony and I can't think of his name, Alexander, striker, Isaac. 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 I think yeah. it was Icas. Yeah. I, I mean, uh, I mean, I mean,
0: if if we were if Miller was here, we might be getting a drink for a poor pronunciation. But I do have a whiskey to my side here, but. Uh... I'm gonna. I'll, well, I'll tell you what. I'll, I'll do. I'll do a sip for a uh, for a possible false pronunciation. Uh, pronunciation. Uh, well, well I've got my kind of cider here, so I'll do one as well. But cheers. I think you are unlucky. Cheers, mate. Cheers, mate. I think you were unlucky. Thirteen points from Saint Maxima. Sixteen from your captain. Um, six from Ramsdale. Six from Christiansen. And it's just yeah. unfortunate that bat has just got. I mean, he, to be honest, he, he also got a minus two bat, so he obviously had a good week. Martinelli, six. Aronson, eight. Rashford, 10. Trossard, eight. And Haaland bringing him in 12. He's just, yeah. handed,
1: let's face it, is, is Harland going to carry bat to the so. title? I, I definitely think so. Um, and he's got great support pieces around him. Like, say, Trossard, uh, Martinelli, who's going to be, I think he's going to have a great season. Aronson, obviously, I think he's going to have a good season. He also didn't get points from Walker,
0: which I thought this weekend, I think a lot of people had Man City down to have a good week. And obviously it didn't turn out that way, but he didn't get points from Walker. Got a minus two from Kuda Bali, red card. And he still managed to pull out the win. The only thing I see, I see his bench. Jotter is injured at the moment, but when he comes back, that's going to be points. Is Dej Spence ever going to get off the bench? I don't know. Might have to rename him Dej Bench.
1: <laughs> I like that. that was good though. Quick. For uh, no, I, I agree, and like I says, I can't see him starting anytime soon. But obviously, our Spurs fan Joe will know more than us. But maybe well, he's he, to he seems to for have the a, second half of the season.
0: Yeah, Joe. Joe seems to have a, a finger on the pulse for the Spurs stuff. It'll be all those dark sites on Reddit. He reads, but he picked up Sanchez <laughs> out of the blue this week. I think who got him six. Uh, who yeah, actually it, was his joint top scorer? Um, <laughs> well. We'll, we'll, come, we'll come down we'll to, come that. to that. We'll come to that. Next, next game week. So, tough one for you, mate, but onwards and upwards there. Um, yeah, I
1: next... mean, yeah, go on then. Let's, move on. Let's, I don't let's wanna... move on. let's
0: Let's not dwell on it, mate. It's all right. Yeah. Thing of the past. Uh, our usual hosts, Alex Miller and Ian Bailey, dueled this week. And I have to say, listening to the pod, Miller didn't back himself, really. He eventually said he's going for it, but he teetered. And I think that indecisive behaviour cost him this week because he lost forty-two to sixty-one. Our former commissioner, Ian Bailey, I think, is the is is it is an underrated favourite for the title this year. I'm just looking at his team right now, okay? Perisic and Sessing double spurs doesn't really have to worry about who's playing. He's going to get points, and Perisic played well. Came in with twelve. Madison. I think now he's over the trade rumours, trade rumours, who am I? NBA insider. Now he's over the transfer request sort of vibe. He came in with 14 for him as his captain. Zaha is playing out of his skin. I believe he's in a contract year, is isn't he? Last year of his deal, probably got to play well to get some, some, uh, some high pay next year. Vardy, if he can stay fit, Kane, obviously, especially once he gets over the start of the season blues, like he usually has, is going to be uh, a lot of points. And, Tony, I mean, that Man United demolition, I don't know if you saw Tony's assist for one of the goals, but it was an outrageous pass. Outrageous first-time ball Outrageous, outrageous pass. And I think Ian, he obviously handled Miller
1: with ease. He he handled him like Richard picking up Joe with ease. (laughs) I mean, he's got five returns there, three of them double digits. I mean, I think any game... You're going to win if that happens, aren't you? Exactly, yeah. And um, i say Captain Madison... Um, who obviously would have got seven points, but got fourteen for him. Leicester have looked poor, very poor at the start of this season. Um, but when you have players like Madison, similar to Zaha for Palace, if them teams do anything, they're likely to be involved.
0: Yeah, agreed. I think this was a. I think this was a big, big week for him. I think this was a statement yeah. week. I think this is kickstarted his season. Um, and and he was proved right by trading away Cancelo, who came up with another goose egg. Yeah. I say another goose egg. He went 7-11 and then 0. But him and Trent Alexander-Arnold seem to be battling out at the moment for
1: this week for who could be the most unreliable, both getting 0. Yeah, well, I mean, I'd like to throw my, my player in there, Reece James, who was yeah. the, the other right-back in the league who you would expect to return. Got be a nice uno. <laughs> just think, if he'd
0: got you a couple more, but then Leeds might not have had the win, mate. So let's let's just take it as it is. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, let's, big big win for Ian. I, I like that one. I think that was a big win because Miller Miller was getting a little bit too high on his own product, wasn't
1: he? He was. Yeah. He needed to settle down, get knocked back down to reality. I, and I'm I mean, only saying this because he spent two weeks on the pod just going for it. Yeah. Which, I mean, if I if I could choose someone else to win the league other than me, it would be my good friend Alex Miller. Are you joking? Not your co-host?
0: <laughs> I, 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 like, guys, this has taken a dark turn. Apologies to the listeners who are coming from around the world. Uh, I think I might have to take a break just to have stern words with my fellow Yorkshireman. But anyway, we'll move on. We'll pretend it didn't happen, shall we? Let's move on to another Yorkshireman. Stefan Beasley. Yeah, Steph. Let's have a look at this team. In, he was playing... He was playing Joe, our commissioner. Joe. Uh we should pay our respects to our commissioner. Thank you for all of the bang average. And, you know, what's the opposite of tireless? He doesn't work very hard. Lazy. Uh, Lazy. Yeah. Uh, Thanks for all the things that you do. We know you really put it in. Uh, Obviously, Stefan battered him 38, 20, an easy victory. Bearing in mind, he doesn't have his number one pick who's suspended for headbutting uh, in the Palace game. And Joe, yep. Joe's just turning out ones all over the... Uh,
1: it looks like binary code. S- similar story to me. Ones and zeros, uh, yeah. the first half of his team there. Um, the lowest score of the week. Um, I don't think it's two weeks in a row, but I think it's two out of the three. He's got the lowest score out of everybody. Could be wrong. Yeah, um, I, I mean, also...
0: His captain got got six points, which is pretty good. But
1: I don't know what. But, else no, his captain.
0: His captain got his captain got three points. Sorry, his captain got three points. But you know, it, it got him six on the day. Um, but I don't really. I have. I actually have nothing to say
1: about Joe's team. Which is. a i first was looking thing. through it there I now. Talking shit about Joe. Well, that's of why? But I'm just looking for his team. Then it's just not looking the best. It's terrible. Well, I mean, Edison, Robertson, Cucarella even Sanchez, they're all top four defenders, top four teams who play for, defenders who play for top four teams, but they're just not returned this week. They're not giving him returns now. No, they no. might do.
0: They might turn it around. Obviously, I think, you know, City, City Edison's going to get in points. Robertson surely can't keep this up. No. Um, Cucurella's obviously adjusting to a new system, but he's playing well. He's getting the start, obviously, above Chilwell and things like that, but I don't know. I think we should talk about Steph and me. I think we should give Steph his flowers. Well, what before we-, we
1: move on to Steph, do you, to, do you want to just look at Joe's team and do you want to comment on why he's only end 14 players uh, as an Arsenal fan? So,
0: I didn't want to bring this up, but so thank you for just putting this on my plate. I know this podcast reaches many comments of the globe. Far and wide. Many comments of the globe. Uh, Joe, a Tottenham Hotspur fan, likes to torment me as an Arsenal fan he does the best job he can and on draft day he selected smith rowe took him right from away from my grasp and has decided to not name him in his squad uh, as a sign of disrespect to <laughs> arsenal um, and and it is it it boils my blood smith rowe has played for the under 21s this week he's coming back to fitness he's going to be getting minutes he's going to be making an impact and if he gets any points he's not going to be on joe's team because joe's too stubborn too short and he's just a poor he's a poor person all around really and he's just doing this to he's doing this to spite me and let's face it it might cost him
1: he I, might end up in the titus. i hope so um i hope so i, do, I joe is my favorite for the title. i think it's where he belongs to be this honest. season he is where he belongs isn't it yeah, as current champion, just like Miller, he needs bringing him back down to reality. <laughs> he needs to, and that's not a lie. He's like, no, it's not. Um but yeah, let's let's move on to Steph's team then. Obviously, beaten by a healthy eighteen points in the end. Just looking through his team again, again four four returns, one double digit, um, thirty eight is probably about an average score, and uh, you could he- easily lose on that. Um,
0: I mean, uh, if you look around, uh, there was thirty nines. There was two thirty nines. Steph got thirty eight, a forty one, a forty two. You're right. It is. It is right middle of the row. Well,
1: it well, can actually, go either way, Joe jo and Steph are the two lowest scorers. Sorry, he's looking yeah. at that. Yeah, but uh, thirty
0: eight is not a bad. like you say, it is middle of the row usually. But that's it. It can go either way, can it? You don't yeah. want to be. You don't want to be around there.
1: And these are the game weeks where you do want to play the bottom scorer. Um, oh, yeah. you don't want to be like myself who scored 49 who would have beaten both of these would have oh. beaten both Bowler and Rich but obviously lost to it's I frustrating assume. isn't it it is um, but yeah Steph's making a strong start to the season the only obviously, thing I'm, second... I'm a bit... sorry sorry to interrupt the
0: only thing I'm no. a bit worried about is Saka being a bit quiet hasn't
1: he he capped he has it. but players do go through um, like ups and downs and maybe when Odegaard or Jesus Die down a little bit, Martinelli. will um, step up. Yeah, I think I, I'm right on saying I'm right on saying he's on penalties, isn't it? Yep, he is. He is. Um, that's all. That's all. Take, take,
0: take some set pieces as well. But I like his team. I think he's done a good job. I think he's yeah. done a good job Steph. I think he'll be all right. I think you know it's it's Joe's the one in this matchup who's
1: going to be struggling moving forward, isn't he? Yeah, um, I, I agree. But no, Steph has, is making a good start to the season. I like the Watkins pickup, uh, obviously Saka, and little um, breaking news here. Well, first go, first go time it's it. coming out. Steph has been trying to offer me a trade.
0: What? Right? Yeah, we I should think. have made a new section for this. We need a theme tune and everything. <laughs> well, trade I rumors. Wish. Trade rumors. But it's not exciting. <laughs> go, go, go on, tell, tell me. So
1: tell me the he he was offering me Jailings. He Elf came at me Bittorough. for j
0: as well. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I oh, was going so to wait not... to see what you said. And he's, he sent me a trade request for j as well.
1: All oh, right, who, You won't he, believe. Who is he trying to you, you?
0: He said to me, straight up, no dramas. j for Jack Harrison. I just said no. Oh, wow. <laughs> what, what else do you
1: need to say to that? That is such a contrast to what he wanted from me. Go he wanted then. Leon Bailey from me, who... I dropped last game week because <laughs> he didn't start. Yeah. And then once he got an assist this week, picked him up again. <laughs> and, and yeah, Steph's coming. Wow. and asked, asked for him. That's so, quite a start um, comparison between Harrison and Leon yeah. Bailey.
0: So I know Joe's coming in with trades this week. He's trying to ship Bruno and he's trying to ship Bowen. He's since dropped Bruno, which I knew would happen. Um, just, just for our listeners out there, that's Bruno G, not Bruno Fernandez. Oh, apologies. Apologies to the far and wide I th- Joe has Bruno Gamarish. Well, he used to. He's dropped him now. Stefan's trying to offload El Conductoro, Jesse Lingard. Um, that is quite a contrast. He went. He kind of like went in high with
1: me and low with you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it might be something I'd be quite interested in because I think he's going to start in that Forest squad. Um, the Forest haven't looked too bad at the start of the season so far. Bought a lot of players though, and they bought another striker. I was going to bring yeah, up they earlier. they They brought so
0: many players. I think they've overpaid for Gibbs White, but they brought in so many. Pla- Do you remember Fulham a couple of years ago when they got promoted and they bought yep. so many oh, and they couldn't integrate them all and they just flopped.
1: One hundred percent, I remember that. Yeah, i don't I, that worry of what's going to happen this isn't Forest. That's why yeah, I think Lingard only signed a one year deal just just in case. Yeah, smart, smart on him. But yeah, well, so, gonna get,
0: I think he's going to drop in me. I can't imagine he's staying with sticking it out of Lingard if this carries on. So, Stefan, no, I mean, listen, if you're going to come back with the, trades. Up the, you know, when I, me- I messaged him earlier on in the season for Nunes and he said, I'll think <laughs> about it, bro, and just left me hanging and then comes back with this Lingard trash. Stefan, <laughs> this is up your game, son. Up your game.
1: Out of interest, who did you offer for Nunes?
0: Oh, I was trying to, it was during my uh, crazy phase of trying to off Maras and Pulisic as sort of some kind of joint package deal. Uh, but I messaged, <laughs> who did I message? I messaged Ian for trade. Um, I messaged... Miller, Stefan, Richard, uh, and Bat, and all told me to to go away. They said, "No way, I'm not taking Maris or Pulasich." They so, both
1: easily rotated out aren't the yeah. Easily. If they if you told me they were going to start for games this season, I think You'd they'd be different, Sorry, but yeah. that's not the case.
0: Well, speaking of players, should we move on to our top performers of the week? Yeah, just points oh, scorers. So- Sit nice and quick, nice and simple. I'm just going to read you some players out, some points. Okay, and uh you give me some thoughts, okay. Odegaard, I mean I'm at the top of this list, top point scorer of the week in the league. Odegaard sixteen, Harrison fourteen, Saliba fourteen. You're you're in there. Uh, St. Maxima
1: thirteen, then we've got yeah. Rodrigo thirteen, some high point scorers there. Yeah, yeah, they're obviously the top the top scorers. I mean, I'd had to touch on uh, St. Maximum and get a hat trick of assists. Legend. It's tasty, but not enough to push me to the win. Um, you get a 14, 14, and 16. That's obviously you can do that every week. The, the Eva Jaws.
0: I'd love that to happen every week, but I don't think it will happen. Um, further down the list, Ian with a couple of 12s, Perisic and Zaha. I actually watched Zaha. He looked spicy. He looked really good.
1: I was impressed. Yeah. Zaha always seems to be by Ian as well. It's always Ian who drafts it, Zaha or has him on his team. It's an Ian, an Ian kind of player, isn't it? Is indeed, yeah. Um, next on the list, I can see Sancho with mm. 10 points there. I mean, I'm looking forward to next week just to hear Miller and Ian talk about this.
0: Yeah, I can't wait to hear their opinion on this. Unless, in the meantime, he comes back with another one, in which case they will be, you know, they will
1: be justified in their, their torture of bowler. unfortunately. Yeah, I agree. Um, of the 10 points, along with some other players. Rashford. Rashford got ten. Uh, Martinez got ten for Steph.
0: And then finally Gundogan off Richard's bench. Did you talk to him uh, this weekend
1: about starting Gundogan? No, I did not. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I'm not there to babysit. Him. Although well, he... I would, li- I would like to say on the morning of the team, putting our teams in, so I sat morning before the deadline. Yeah. Uh, my t- my team was already in, and I noticed that his wasn't. And um, I was walking through town with him, and I said to him. Look, Richard, needs to your team. The deadline's in half an hour, <laughs> <laughs> and he said somewhat along the lines of, "He's not babysitting me. You, you, Joe, and Ian have all told me to put my teams in this week." Oh my god! So it looks like as the newcomer, he does have some people looking out for him, trying to help him. Well, but... hopefully
0: that doesn't last because he's doing too well. I don't like it.
1: <laughs> when yeah. I
0: when I first joined, I made I drafted Courtois second pick. I remember very well. No one helped me first out.
1: Remember Santa, who your first pick was. Sanikazola, legend. Yeah, although if, if we are talking about first-time players in the league, um, I'm pretty sure our very first season, this is before it was the EVA, so the old Division One. Um, I was with Bat, and he was drafting his team, and it got to about I think like tenth pick or something like that. I'm pretty sure he picked up Michael Dawson, which was a bit left field, and like, <laughs> why would you pick him up there? And when I quizzed him on this, obviously we were together at the time. And I quizzed yeah. him on this. He was like. Oh, I'm saving my budget for later on. He thought we had to stick to the (laughs) Premier League (laughs) price cap and had £100 to spend.
0: Oh, my God.
1: He he was trying to pick within a budget.
0: (laughs) Never change, Bat, Never change. The fans don't want you to change. The listeners don't want you to change. Never change. That's hilarious.
1: It is. Um...
0: Well, I think on the subject of that, we've talked about some point scorers there. Do you want to name uh, a manager of the week? I I feel like... You know, look at them point scores, look at the matchups, look at how it planned out. Give us a manager of the week.
1: Um, Well, audible mentions. I think I've got to give it to Rich, get another win. Um, I think, but just for sticking with form, you know, like it's a tough game by three points, but he's still got the win. You got the win. But he I he, he I pulled it, it out. It, it's hard to look past yourself, and I know it's, it's going to hurt me to say this, but yourself is 72 Come on. points. Someone highest points, ha- highest points score of the week. Um, absolutely demolished Nichols, who again is a small man, so doesn't take much, but you <laughs> did it with so much might. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it, it has to be yourself. There I think we points. might get some,
0: I think we might get some written complaints, uh, you know, from across the globe claiming this podcast is heightest. <laughs> uh, there's, a couple of shout-outs there. A couple of small men. Nichols, Joe. Yeah. But yeah, no, thanks, mate. Thanks for the vote of confidence there. I think it's probably my best week I've ever had. There or thereabouts. Um yeah. I I can't decide whether to be boring. Yeah. Pick myself. Because I did have a great week.
1: But oh, do you want to show a bit of humility, you know? I'm going to show
0: a bit of humility. I am going to show a bit of humility. And I am I am going to uh, name my manager of the week as as Ian Bailey, because I do think that he is going to trade his way to the playoffs and he's going to trade and he's going to pick up and he's going to get points. He's already said he wants to trade with everybody in the league. It is his aim. And he's already made a couple of moves that have helped him out. And I think 61 points, 61 is a lot of points.
1: It, it is. Yeah. And obviously I'm, I'm naming the...
0: Bailey as, as my manager of the week.
1: Well, well, that's well, well done to Ian. A little round of applause for you. Um, but going was, back, yeah? going back to his trade. I mean, I know he traded away Cancelo. That's big. Oh, it's no, like,
0: f- but You've got to, you know, he's kind of his approach this year seems to be just.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I I've spoke to Ian this week, and I think it's the advice that most players in the league will give me. It, it needs to be you need to be cruel and brutal to your players. You can't love them and hold on to them too much. And I think Ian really demonstrates that. He um he's not scared to drop trade anyone like no, no he's he not is ruthless. he is ruthless
0: right that leads me to a slightly uh, more entertaining topic uh worst of the week who is your worst manager of the week I, I don't think we have to look too hard at it no
1: it's it's quite clear um joe lowest score 20 just broke out the teens let's move on that's, it, that's too it. easy of a question yeah too <laughs> easy question it is joe
0: it it is poor all around really
1: it, it's well, so poor, I actually don't know what to say about it. Well, I mean, Worst I think, like, of the me, week, Joe Bignall. Worst of the week. I mean, you could go on quite a while about this and just laugh at Joe and his whole life, really. But let's just give him... Let, let's a move on. Of the let's week move on. And move on. Move on. We're going to have a little break, guys. Uh, when we come back, a little game.
0: We're going to play the up-down report where we uh, find out if we are up or down on certain fantasy-based topics. We will see you in a bit. Right, welcome back, guys. Time for a quick up-down report. Thumbs up or thumbs down, Aaron. I want to know if you are up or down on these topics. Okay, rapid fire. All right. Are you up or down on Man United buying Casemiro?
1: Sadly, up. Sadly, up. Yeah, obviously, he's a multiple Champions League winner. Great player. It makes their team stronger, which is a bad thing for me as a Leeds fan.
0: Do you know what? I agree. We are unified in this decision. Right next, are you up or down? Give me a thumbs up, thumbs down. Are you up or down on Joe starting four Tottenham players in his draft
1: team? Um, I'm going to go up. I mean, this is Joe every single year. Joe has at least four Spurs players at any given time. So this is just normal. Um, Burt Spurs looking good this year. Um, Nice, crispy 1-0 win against Wolves. Thumbs up. I'm down on it. I dislike Joe. I dislike Spurs. Right, next.
0: Uh, thumbs up, thumbs down. Chelsea in for Aubameyang. What? Thumbs,
1: thumbs down. down. Yeah. Thumbs down. Trash. That's a, that's a trash transfer. Um, you saw, Yeah, you saw him in his last season at Arsenal. He was garbage, big bit toxic. You don't want him around. Thumbs down. Plus, he sat on Joe's bench. Thumbs down. Uh, next.
0: Um, back to win the league. Thumbs up, thumbs down.
1: Oh, Thumbs up. Erling Haaland is going to get at least 30 goals this season.
0: <laughs> 30 goals. Oh my God. Do you know what? Annoyingly, uh, I am also thumbs up on bat and I'm not trying to ride the coattails of our former podcast hosts, but they're heavy on bat. I'm heavy on yeah, bat. I'm heavy on bat. Thumbs up. I think the only thing that can stop bat
1: is himself. And <laughs> well, that's just the way it is. I mean Bat I mean just to touch on Bat for a second. He has been just like me and you, he is an ex Titus champion. He's his fielder wrath of the big black builder. Um, but last year making the final, last year winning the cup, he's he's only up. He's just he's he's learned, And as as we say, through adversity comes yeah. dubs.
0: Dubs, adversity everybody needs a little bit of adversity some of us need adversity three seasons in a row but whatever Uh, right (laughs) are you up or down on Joe Bignall being the tightest this season up and I want to inject that into my veins (laughs) I want that on repeat yeah he deserves
1: it doesn't he (laughs) It does. I mean, I'd like to, again, just protecting me, you and Bat. I want to see anyone else there. <laughs> That's not us. Yeah, yeah, same, same. Anyone that, that roughly lives
0: in the south of this country, plus if it was just the commissioner, he takes over. He clearly, let's face it, he can't handle the responsibility of a team and the league.
1: No, and what will be annoying, though, is he will say this is his plan all along. He wants to be in the tightest so he can beat someone in it and do all that. But we, we can see through that. Um, yeah. that's not the truth. Um, right? Are you up or down on Miller riding Gabriel Jesus to the playoffs? Thumbs up. Spread the word of Lord Jesus, our service. Yeah. Thumbs up. I think he started well. Like what? Two goals, two assists last game week. Not the one that's gone one before. Yeah. Um, doing bits. If Arsenal keep performing, he keeps that up. One hundred percent. Miller's first appearance in the playoffs. I think Miller's
0: going to make a. Uh, Miller is going to be on a hot streak these next few weeks with Arsenal. I just think their the result, their games, sorry, are just yeah, good fixtures, favourable. Um, right, are you up or down on Richard, Merrington? Two wins, but a minus
1: fourteen goal difference. Thumbs down. We said it, we touched on it earlier in the podcast. Defense wins championships, and has someone who has had price luck thrown upon them for price, a few seasons. Price luck's a real thing, but- man. It is. And like constantly having people score high against me, I would never get them, you know, where I had an average score and get wins. Um, I would hate it when people say defence wins championships because this is fancy football. We have zero influence on that. It's yeah. true. So Richard, get better. Richard, get
0: better, man. I also, I also think you need to change this. You cannot maintain this path. It, he will not succeed if he has a negative goal difference, plain and simple. No, Richard, I sort it
1: out. Yeah, and just to touch on Richard as a newcomer, um, he's contributing well to the league, um, but like I say I was with him this weekend. Um, there are some of his players, he doesn't even know who they are, <laughs> which is <laughs> which, which is worrying. Talk about throwing um, him under the bus. Yeah, I know. I mean, I've he, he said he's too busy to listen to this, so fuck him. Um, but yeah, he needs to take the more interest in the world of football rather than just F1 and cricket. He is a cricket guy, isn't he? Yeah.
0: Anyway, we don't need to waste time on someone who's not gonna listen. Right, let's get into it. Little bit of um little bit of a prediction section here. Week four, moving forward, let's look on. Speaking of Richard, he's up against Nichols. So we've got all of Richard's Chelsea players up against Leicester. Uh Nichols probably gonna go KDB captain again versus Palace.
1: Yeah, I think you've got to. Um his, his strikers, though, still were me. He's got like Solanke, Roger Johnson. Um, but yeah, Cancelo might come in with some points. Um, Palace are frisky. Yeah, they are. They Yeah, they're looking good. They're, they, could easily, they could easily turn up and perform just like Newcastle did. Yeah, easy. Uh, but I do think Man City are due a bounce back game. I don't think yeah. that's going to happen
0: two weeks in a row. No, no, way. not like not Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, no, So what are we going to go
1: for there? What's your pick? Are you going to pick Richard? Are you going to pick Nichols. I am going to go for Richard. I think his Chelsea are gonna have a bounce back week as well with Mount and Sterling against Southampton. Um I know Southampton got a good result the weekend and they came back for 2 against us. Yeah. I think Chelsea matched off that a bit more and I'm gonna back Richard for this one. do you know be
0: interesting? I'm picking Nichols. Nichols, you need a bounce back week more than anything after that beat down. So yeah. take it out on Richard, okay? Keep it going, Nichols. Right, a spicy one, Aaron you versus is, you versus me this is the one we've all been waiting for this is the one we've been waiting for i've Watch got i've got <laughs> i've got odegaard versus fulham which i'm feeling pretty happy about uh but i also have Saliba. so what do i do with metro i'm i'm in a bit of a quandary like metro for the bench is he gonna play are Arsenal gonna keep a clean sheet is it worth so if- it? Do I want that? Do I want them to just take chunks out of each other? So I, I'm I'm in a bit of a loss at the moment.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't want to give you any advice for anything, but in times like that, I generally lean to the um, strikers, especially with me major on penalties. Um,
0: don't deceive and- me. Don't don't throw your poison in in, in these years. You're turning into yeah. Joe. I'm gonna. Do you know what? I'm gonna do the opposite of whatever you say. So carry on.
1: Right. Do the op- do the opposite I say. Right, okay. I, w- I would start Trent and captain him. <laughs> um
0: I mean we Liverpool, tough game. I, Liverpool need it. You've got Sal- yeah. I mean, I, I actually might think about captaining Trent because obviously they've got Bournemouth, but you've yeah. also got Salah versus Bournemouth and Bournemouth. Exactly. Just took a really tough result against Arsenal.
1: Yeah, and um it's it a general tackle. You know? Yes, yes, it's Anfield Liverpool are at home to Bournemouth. And it, I mean it is a it is a, a common tactic that I use sometimes. I try and match my opponent's captain. So for example, I say if you trap if you captain Trent, I'll captain Salah, you yes, know, they okay. sort of cancel each other out, you know. I also um, think it's a very Bailey move to like
0: captain and defender. That's it a is a very, very Bailey move. move. Well, obviously I'm picking myself to win this.
1: I'm but just I'm looking assuming- through I'm just looking through the um Fixtures now, and I'm going to back myself. I could see um, City playing Crystal Palace. I have Grealish sure I think might come in. I'm still expecting him to just do some of this season rather than just return <laughs> it's just ones and there. twos. <laughs> yeah, but like I say, I am scared of Arsenal v Fulham, um, but hopefully St Maximum will chip in with a hat-trick, assist, hat-trick of assists
0: again. See that, Miller? If you are on the pod and it's your game week, back yourself. None of this hedging nonsense, alright? <laughs> Take note. Speaking of which, Let's move on to the other pod. Host Bailey, Bailey Bowler matchup. This is an interesting one because I know Bowler would like nothing more than to taste the sweet nectar of victory <laughs> against Ian Bailey. I just feel like Bowler could shut up a lot of a lot of haters right now with a victory against uh, Bailey. If anything, I think that's why Ian's not doing the pod this week. There might be a little bit of fear in there, a little bit of fear factor so- from Bowler.
1: I can see that. Ian is easily frightened, especially against uh, BDB. BDB! Um, I know I'd be scared if I saw that. I um, would <laughs> But looking at the fixtures, I mean, I was just thinking there. Um, Bowler, I mean, Spurs have got Forest, Spurs looking good. Sonny's still sort of yet to light the league up, like he did last season. But then I remembered, Ian has Kane. So Ian again, has Kane. As I was speaking before, like they sort of cancel each other out. So if they both captain them, that'd be an interesting game week. They it would be to the rest of the squad to win it for him. Spurs might Spurs might
0: uh win this matchup either way. It might it might have a heavy impact because you've got Kane and Perisic on one side against Forrest, you've got Son against Forrest on the other side. But I mean, I want this to happen. I want Sancho to go ham and I want him to get some points and and, and for Bowler to win. So I'm picking Bowler this week. I'm 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 flying the Bowler flag. What are you doing?
1: Um, I would tend to agree. I think I would like to see Bowler beat Ian, but I think Ian's squad's just too strong. Um, he's got Brentford at home to Everton, so he's got Tony in there. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I was looking through his squad, his team now, and I think he could get some returns. Uh, so, again, are you,
0: what are you going for? What's I'm going to.
1: I'm going to go for Ian.
0: Ian. Okay, so we're we're on the opposite side of every coin so far. I don't think we're going to pick opposites <laughs> on this next one. We have Joe. <laughs> Versus Bat. Underneath my notes for Bat, I have Harland continue scoring versus Palace. We've got Martinelli versus Fulham. We've got a Rashford. Is he finding form? And underneath my notes for Joe, I just wrote, "I don't know." Um, I don't know. I don't. Is he gonna? Is he gonna turn the tide? No. My heart, my gut, my head, everything is saying Bat for the win this week.
1: I agree. I think it has got to. Like I say, you've just gone through it there. Harland's got great a great um, fixture, so does Martinelli, and so does Rashford. I mean, I said earlier that Chelsea playing Southampton the door, last next week, so my apologies for that mistake. Um, we Rashford's... don't, we, we
0: have take integrity. As podcast hosts, Aaron, we need take integrity. Get your facts straight,
1: okay? Sorry. I'm just, well, trying, to, I'm right. just trying to, I'm just trying to make it similar to um, Millers and Ian's. It is, to lots... be honest,
0: it is, it is what the <laughs> listeners are used to, inconsistencies with, exactly. you know, with takes. I mean, we 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 try to make sure we're dripping in take integrity, but it it can't it can't be said for our fellow counterparts. So we'll apologize on the behalf of Miller for his usual factual inconsistencies, but I'll let you off offer this one, Aaron,
1: okay. Yeah. Going back to the fixtures, um yeah, Bats got it. Captain's got, got it. I can't I can't see points coming from Joe's squad. I mean he's got obviously Kulaveski. Kulasevski, how are you want to call him? Oh, I think the that might be a drink.
0: I think that might be a drink. Kulasevski, <laughs> that yeah. might be a drink. Okay,
1: right, uh, here we go.
0: Yeah, I reckon, I reckon bat all day. Don't worry about it, Steph. Let's move on, shall we? Steph versus Alex. Steph's got Darwin Just... suspended still. Miller's on a bit yeah, of a it... run. Apart from this week, he had a little
1: blip, but he's he's had a very good start. I th- I think if Steph did have Nunes fit, this would be a very interesting game week. Um, but well, I think when you take your first round pick out of the equation, it does tip the scales, and in, in this case, it goes towards Miller. I think his his Arsenal Jesus is um just gonna gonna carry him, gonna keep think, going on. I
0: think I think Jesus might feast this week against Fulham. I've just got a feeling. So I also we were on there. You know, you took Richard. I took Nichols. You took yourself. I took myself. You took. He and I took Bowler but we both picked Bat and we're both going to pick Miller against Steph as well I think unfortunately for Stefan you know we love you but it is what it is
1: yeah I might say if he, if he had Nunes I, I would back him but um, mm. I just can't see it this week can't see it
0: right Aaron so that, I think that kind of sums up our predictions for next week this has been a pleasure I've thoroughly enjoyed hosting the pod with you I hope the listeners enjoyed the slight change of pace and I hope they can understand the accent change
1: yeah, I mean, I hope they enjoy the soothe, soothing tones, <laughs>
0: yes. soothing tones. Uh, if we get some positive feedback, we'd love to be back to to do an episode here or there. We'd love to work with our counterparts. I'm assuming they're off. What do people from the south do? Are they eating crackers and playing croquet or something? I don't know what croquet, they're doing
1: this week. Croquet is exactly what I was thinking of. Is that? Well, uh, yeah.
0: there you go. There you go. Uh, so that's all we have from me and. Aaron, have you got anything else you'd like to add towards the end, mate? Um, No, just like I say, I'm just happy Tom Pills gone. Happy Tom Pills gone. (laughs) And on that note, we will end the pod. Uh, Hopefully you enjoy this episode, and we will see you on the next one. Goodbye. Goodbye for now.